Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello, and welcome to Awful Neutral. I'm your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. With me today is Caleb Cleveland as... Ooh, gone, I'm dead, but now I'm alive again. So it's all, it's all right, everybody. Everybody calm down. I'm not a ghost. I can't speak for our fans, but I got excited when I heard Gonk's voice coming through. Like it was like a WWE fan. And all of a sudden I start hearing the Undertaker music coming on. I'm like, oh, shit's about to get real. Gonk's in the picture. A dad's about to get shit on. Yeah. There's some, somewhere, some, in some place, daddy's hackles just rose up because he's about to get a whole bunch of... Donk toy down down he back. That's going to be great. There was a uh, collective patriarchal sigh of relief when Gonk <laughs> and his to do do list had disappeared from this world, but it's back. That's right. I told you I'd find you. I got a set, certain set of scales, and I'm going to find you and take a great big coiler right down your spine. It's going to be awful. You're simultaneously more and less intimidating than Liam Neeson's character in Taken. All right, Neil. That's fine with that's fine with me. I, I don't mind. Liam Neeson is is a spooky dude, but I'm I'm cool with that. Thank you very much, imaginary voice. Also joining us today, we have Dave Wright reprising his role from last time. Who are you going to be, Dave? I am the great and magnificent Pneumonius Ragor. <laughs> you can call me Roger. Your voice aside, are you're basically uh, D&D Wallace Shawn, right? <laughs> or are you somebody else? I'm a, a, a very strange hybrid baby between a, uh, a, a little bit of Thurston Howard the <laughs> Third and a little bit of Austin Powers. So uh, kind of a mixture. <laughs> All right, well, I can't wait to see who you shag. <laughs> yes. no, no shagging. No, none of that. That's horrible. Well, as... <laughs> One of the great thespians of these worlds, <laughs> I have played. Can we have it be canon that you played D&D Austin Powers in this world? <laughs> Houston Power Loss. <laughs> Last time on Awful Neutral, after Gonk, Malison, Chud, and Gremel Stonebranker had been slain by Daddy and his cult of followers... Their souls were collected inside of Daddy's gym and were going to be harvested. However, they were saved by Dickhead, Andre, and Rogar. <laughs> Not our finest hour. <laughs> Except for Rogar. That was great. <laughs> Andre is a legit champion, I should say. He is a little force to be reckoned with. You are lucky to have him on your crew. When he's not been drinking, he is quite the pugilist. <laughs> <laughs> So we were saved by two incredibly competent NPCs and Rogar. So there we are in the aftermath of the battle with Daddy. We have a bloody and battered dickhead. No longer dickhead, but dickman. He resembles a fantasy John Cena. Andre and Rogar is there as well. They have the necklace that Daddy had on. It has four jewels on it. Each of these jewels has a pulsing yellow light. These have these souls of four people inside. Um, oh, I started to do Dickhead's voice. Dickhead is no longer Dickhead. No, please make John Cena sound like that. Oh, geez. 
Tell you what, guys. <laughs> Rogar, is that where the captain's soul is in? Oh, geez. We need to get the captain's soul back. Those They're ad- going to yell at me for sure. Oh, geez. <laughs> Those are definitely soul stones. I remember seeing some to the... I believe if you smash those, or break them some other way. <laughs> oh, geez, stand back, guys. I'm going to smash it with this mace. You have to love the the energy this boy gives. I didn't even finish the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, geez. Andre was listening, weren't you, Andre? I cannot conceive it. <laughs> That's right, we were both in the movie together. I really loved uh, palming his skull and keeping his head warm between takes. I fought it in his face one time, it did 11 damage. He says one time. It was many times, you drunken before. Anyway, listen, it's great to see you again, Andre. I'm taken. so happy that a giant of your stature is with us. You sound great, by the way. I love your Andre. Why, thank you. Like, I love Jesse, but your Andre is infinitely better than Jesse's. You hear that, Jesse? You can suck it. As Dickman, a.k.a. Richard Noggin, brings his mace down onto the amulet, all four gems shatter, and four motes of light are released up into the air. They arc up at a 45-degree angle. Uh, They travel about six feet up in the air, two of those motes of light travel back down to the ground and materialize into a prone but breathing gonk hullskin and gremel stonebreaker the other two motes of light dissipate and you don't know where they go what happened to the other two oh geez mr hullskin can you hear me captain stonebreaker oh geez oh geez damn these rippling muscles they keep getting in the way I got, I got a quick question for you, says Gonk. His, you know, ro- his eyes sort of rolling, and he taps the side of his head to keep them uh, steady. He's, he's like, where, where the hell is Dickhead? And what the hell happened to me? I, for, <laughs> I, I, I thought I was in this uh, weird uh, astral realm where all I was doing was fishing with the, with the uh, goddess of the rivers and telling tall tales by the side of a creek, and now I'm prone on the on this beat-up-ass uh, airship next to what I thought was uh, Mr. Richard Noggin, uh, first mate, or actually probably like like fourth or fifth mate. And now, uh... Oh, jeez. And our uh, not-so-ironically named Andre. What the heck? Uh, hold on a second. I need to slow down. Oh, jeez, Mr. First Mate. What's, what's the last thing you remember, Daddy? And those cultists? Oh, jeez. Oh, it's hard to forget uh, the, the feeling I, uh, of satisfaction I got as, I, as the last of my humanity or total animal animity show. Uh, as the last of that bit of my character leaked out of my body as I uh, uh, <laughs> basically, like, uh, as I pulled his head apart like it was a ripe pomegranate. And now all of a sudden, his eye, we was on the run, and then I done got eviscerated by a bunch of balls. And now, and, and then I was like, like I said before, I was in an astral realm, just, you know, kicking back, doing whatever. 
And now here I am, uh, alive with you buttholes. So what, I guess, I guess everything's back to normal? Where, where, where's the captain? That's what I was worried about, oh jeez. I'm really worried. Apparently you died and was your soul was taken by daddy. Uh, fortunately, uh, by the way, <laughs> you were looking for, for dickhead earlier. It, it's me, Mr. First Mate, sir. I, I kind of went through some changes and now I'm, um, I was wondering if, if we could not call me dickhead anymore by chance. You know, me and Mr. Roger over here, Mr. Rogar and, uh, Andre, we saved you guys and the rest of the crew. Uh, 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 Gonk, uh, gets unsteadily to his feet, you know, checks to see if there are any, like, gigantic gouges in his stomach because last he heard, he, you know, last he felt he nearly got cut in half. Um, any scars or anything like that? Am I just sort of like back to normal, whole, covered in bird shit? Your whole, aside from being in these weird robes and your, your gear nowhere to be seen, you feel normal. Oh, robes, huh? All right, you know. Well, I guess I, I feel like I'm dressed to go go to a sauna. Um, well, who's, uh, well, it's, it's a pleasure to see all y'all. I feel a little, uh, overdressed uh he then he like uh shreds his sleeves and you know takes a good like foot and a half off the bottom of the robe ah much better (laughs) uh now uh i don't know if i've had the pleasure mr mr roger you said welcome to our neighborhood feel free to call me roger yes (laughs) pneumonious rogar is my name i recognize ya you hear as uh, you turn around and see uh, Gremmel Stonebreaker's dwarven body. He's rubbing his head as he uh, he's slowly making his way to his feet. Oh, Gremmel, you're alive again, too. I missed you most of all. Mr. Holskin, I. It'll take a lot more than Daddy and his weird daughters to take down Gremmel Stonebreaker and I assume Gonk Holskin as well. Where are the other two? Ah, where did they go? I don't know. Oh, jeez, guys. After we, we took that necklace that Daddy was wearing and I smashed it, four, your, all of your souls we saw released, but only two of you came back. It appears as if two of the other souls have gone on to a separate journey. Wow. Wait, so is this like the future? Is there like fl- Are there like uh, uh, smaller flying boats and what have you? Uh, do people have like jetpacks? <laughs> and is there like... Uh, uh, what can I what can I say? Are we like in a socialist utopia where everybody gets everything they want? You know, you know, we got uh, matter transporters and spaceships and shit. It was only about forty eight hours that we've been gone, Mister Holskin. His head like uh, he, he his head sort of decranes and drops by like six inches. Oh, not enough time has passed into the future, First Mate Holskin. All right, well that makes more sense. All right then. <laughs> By the way, uh, Andre might be disappointed that um, the love of his life did not materialize. Yeah, sorry about Andre. You're gonna have to save that. You know, you're gonna have to pack that giant wiener away for another day. Uh, the uh, the uh, the captain ain't gonna ain't gonna have anything to do with that anyway. One one can only expect that she was too badass to get resurrected at this this here time and place. She's got other things to do. Did anybody remember to take a duke it down uh, daddy's back? Because I was indisposed being dead. 
Dickman, Richard Noggin, points to Daddy's body. He is no longer, uh, his body is transformed from the demonic form that it was. His corpse is severely mutilated from combat, but it's it's there and able to be shit on. Yeah, it'd be kind of like adding insult to injury at this point. All right, then, never mind. Well, dang. Well, missed my shot. Oh, well. Better luck next time. I will. You guys just hear this as everybody else is talking, as Gonk's just staring at his body, having this inner monologue. <laughs> just, <laughs> he just like... He appears to be very, very interested in the remnants of Daddy. <laughs> he, 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 like, Gonk, like, touches his tummy. He's like, being dead, do I even have a shit in me? Or do I need... Did my shits get resurrected as well? This is, these are like serious spiritual questions that need answers. I'm going to go talk to a, I'm going to go talk to a cleric. And this is, this is all like inner monologue, but probably some of it leaks out uh, into an outer monologue. Yes, I was going to say, you are using your out inside. You're messing this all up. <laughs> I can hear everything you're saying and I don't know whom you should speak with, but I do know you should speak with someone. <laughs> you look so familiar, and you sound even more familiar. Where have I heard and seen you before? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I don't like to brag or boast, but uh, let me tell you, <laughs> I am one of the great thespians of all worlds. I was in, uh, well... You probably remember... I don't care what your sexual proclivities is, mister, because I am 100% total, and I do not play that until it is my time to die. Oh, the times I've heard this before. (laughs) So once again, like, I think you've seen... I've seen you before, but you could just, like, wrap up the multisymbolic... Uh, rigmarole and just tell me where I've seen you because I've unless you've been in jail recently it, I'll probably uh, oh. I don't know it, 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 I'm with Mr. Holskid say the line I know who you are say the line please oh say it I need uh, to hear you say it this is so beneath me but I'm the Duchess Patrol fine fine here it is it's Boulder Dash Gonk's jaw drops like six <laughs> inches. He is, he like unhinges like a friggin' rattlesnake. And he just, like, he, his eyes like go to the size of like dinner plates. He is like, oh, it's you. He's like, his his spine crackles in, elect- in, in like ecstatic electricity. Ecstatic electricity? That's a new thing now. And uh, he is just so exi- he is just so insanely happy. <gasps> the Duchess Betrothal is my favorite dang fantasy movie. I love yes, that. Yes, yes, it, it is. I, I, yes, indeed. <laughs> Again, pneumonious Roger. You may call me Roger. I also loved you in Without a Clue. I thought you were great as the teacher. Yes, yes, another one of my wonderful roles. <laughs> always a- acclaimed, always award-winning. <laughs> that was amazing. You said it just like that guy. That was so cool. Yeah, so what brings you out here uh, working with uh, rescuing us and with uh, Rister Noggin over here? Well, you see, I, uh, well, how can I put this, uh, in the easiest of terms, this is all so, so beneath me, and I really don't have the time. I've made a deal, you see, as my career has uh, kind of taken the, the latter end of it, if you will. <laughs> After the Duchess betrothed, things seemed to get a little bit harder for me, and I was 
Harder and harder to get to those roles that I wanted, you know? <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. I mean, you peaked freaking oily. That was amazing. I mean, yes, you, that well, was so cool. Say, yes, say, say, yes, say, can you say I it know. again? Well, say it again. One of the greatest ever. Yes, yes, I'm well aware. Anyway. Please. <laughs> You've done a lot of voice acting that I've been a fan of. Maybe I haven't seen you on screen as much. But. Yes, that seems to be part of the problem, you see. Uh, I signed with a new agent, and that agent, well, um... <laughs> well, uh, I will never forget Mr. Mortimus uh, DeVille. Turns out that was a deal with Glacier. <laughs> yes, I became one of the... one of the most renowned actors, but... I had to sell James my power agent is actually Glacia. Yes, yes. Daughter of Asmodeus, that's what you're saying? Yes. Holy shit. Holy are, shit. Are, are these popular, uh, like, is that an agent or something? I mean, I don't, I'm not in on, on actor uh, oh, speak. You, you've never heard of pow famed power agent Morty Deville. Oh, he's, uh, he's behind, he is, his clients are all the biggest actors in Sostagaria. Oh, wow. Well, that would make sense why you is, why Mr. Roger here is uh, 100 percent uh, uh, in his uh, in his in his pocket because you is one of the best actors I've ever seen. All that you had to do was say that one word. It was it was just it was uh, epic beyond a doubt. Say it again, please, 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 please. Say it, say it again, again. Please, 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 please. Fine, fine. Once again, all beneath me, but. <laughs> Boulder Dash. Uh, Boulder yeah. Dash. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Gonk and Kreville high five. Freaking awesome. I loved it. Every, I, oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. I love it, too. I, I like that so much better than that crap role you did called uh, my, bro my, uh, my Father's Brother Vanya. That was terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So sleepy. I needn't remind you that I am a dragonborn and will eat you. Oh, well, that... that and I would deserve it, and I would, I would, I would beg you for seconds. I would be happy to. You is, you is a, you is a, a star, and, <laughs> and I, I am 100% uh, in awe of your uh, theatrical abilities. Then I'm in awe of your ability to backpedal. I really like you. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Oh yeah. Now that you're finally back in the real world and not in prison. There's been a civil war going on. Gonk wouldn't know this, but obviously anybody who wasn't in jail for the last many years would know it. Well, there's probably been scuttlebutt. You know, the the, the you know dwarves in the in the jail would have been pissy, and the, and the elves would have aligned with them, and you know, and everybody would have been uh, cranky. And yeah, I mean, news would have spread, but it would have been inaccurate. On on the block, if you will. <laughs> That's right. So, Mr. Rogar. You're telling me you signed a contract with Glacia. Well, then wouldn't we have seen you in more roles? That seems to be the biggest part of this that I have the largest issue with, you see. <laughs> uh, I never get the lead roles. All I've ever gotten is the witty this, the oh-so-funny-that, but never the lead. That is a crime. No, it's been nothing but terror, I tell you. <laughs> terror on my ego as a dragonborn. Not a good thing. Well, I take it personally. You could be you could be fantasy Batman for as far as I'm concerned. You are you have the acting chops <laughs> of a uh, of a demigod and uh, I take it uh, as a personal affront that your agent has not bent over backwards 
uh, to get you any role that you deign uh, to sink your uh, sharp little pointed teeth into. This is the problem, you see, and this is why I must go to Anbar to change this situation and gain back my soul. <laughs> As a dragonborn, I'm a very prideful person. Adbar, you say? That's Gremel Stonebreaker's hometown. Be good to go back. What business do you have in Adbar, Mr. Rogar? Oh, I was uh, cast in a role there for the largest play, you see. So I have an invite. But also, that's where I'm going to go see Morty. <laughs> and change the situation forever. I, I would poison as first mate and now ad hoc captain. He, uh... Uh, Gonk sort of like looks around to see if anybody objects to this uh, slight uh, self-promotion. So can I be the ad hoc first mate? If you are going to be ad hoc captain? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you, you'll, I'll probably promote all y'all uh, just to, like one notch up until Captain Kill comes back. But for the most part, your role will remain the same. You, you're going to be in charge of Shuffle Deck. Uh, you're going to be in charge of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, of uh, Scrabble Night, uh, you know, making sure that settlers of Catan don't actually settle down on Catan. <laughs> you're going to be uh, making sure that, you know, we, we keep them, uh, you know, nice and scattered. And, uh, you know, but for the most part, you just need to get shit on by boys as much as possible. That was my job. And Mr. Noggin, no longer shall you be called Dickhead. Uh, you'll also be given a promotion. You're going to be Chief Boson. How does that sound? Oh, geez, that sounds great. And I can't wait to... Yeah, you're going to be Bosun Noggin. Oh, thank you so much, Captain Bolskin and, and Mr. Stonebreaker. Oh, geez, this is great. However, I'll have to catch up with you guys. Uh, Pelor is telling me that I have work to do to cleanse this forest. But I will join you in Adbar as soon as Pelor's I can. Pelor's telling you, huh? Well, Pelor doesn't pay your salary, so make sure you uh, get hopping. And, uh, Pelor, you know, Pelor can... I normally would agree with you, Captain. Pelor just basically gave me, uh, seven levels. He points to his muscles. I feel like I grew seven levels recently. I feel like I just kind of own the Damn. guy. Oh, the guy. Could, you, could... you done been grinched. Uh, I'm very sorry, Captain Hulskin. All right, fine. I mean, will you look at these lats? That's what Pelor gave me, Captain. Yeah, you got... Those are, these are, those are straight-up Pelor lats is what they is. All right, fine. Uh, you, but I'm docking your pay for every day that you are not that the deck has not been swabbed by your gigantic hulking ass. So get uh, okay. We'll get cleansing, and then get. I don't know. We're going to be in uh, in the dwarven capital. So I guess get hopping once you uh, once Paylor decides to give you a day off. All right, Captain. And he turns and runs away and begins conducting holy rituals to clean the forest. Once a noggin, always a noggin. Good to see young adventurers growing up, isn't it, Mr. Hulskin? Uh, well, you're a young adventurer, too. I like seeing you grow up as well. Well, I don't glow up as much as uh, Mr. Noggin does, but uh, I, I, well, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to Oh, your to lats are up. looking great from where I'm standing. <laughs> well, I did just, I was dead like a minute ago, so that's all right. <laughs> don't worry, you'll get your lats. Oh, finally. I do say there, Mr. Gonk, uh... <laughs> yes, uh, I noticed as you were talking, I was looking around. Uh, Captain, eh? Is that your is that your ship over there? Uh, it is now. Until uh, our, our previous captain uh, decides to rear her uh, terrifying head. Uh huh. 
Well, I love the answer. You, you look as though a man who could take on a challenge. <laughs> I have a deal for you. You see, uh, in Adbar, I happen to know a few people. And uh, let's just say, I have a belief that I can find some knowledge on those other two souls of yours. Uh, I don't know who they belong to, <laughs> but I know they're gone. So, here's my recommendation. Why don't you get me there quicker? <laughs> so I have some time to snoop around and deal with Morty. And that way still, uh... Well, I can introduce you to my friends and help you find your other friend's souls. Don and Don. Everybody get a ball. We is about to get this star-studded, uh... Star-crossed actor. His, uh... We're gonna... Uh, he is, uh... Due to a sound back into the silver screen or stage or whatever the hell we watch here in Sastagaria. I'm not, I'm a little unclear as to the, uh, uh, the steampunk equivalent of, um, movie theater. Gremmel walks off shouting orders to the crew. You mean the illusion theater, yes. <laughs> That's what I meant to say right there, was the illusion theater. That's the yes, one. we add the silver on a screen and then project anyway. Right. <laughs> let's do. Let's go do that. All right. Let's ever everybody aboard. Unless you uh, anybody else got a god telling them what to do instead of the you know the uh, you know press ganged duties aboard our ship. All right, you heard the captain. Everybody, crew to your stations. Everybody should be healed up by now. Grab a healing potion. And then the, uh, no excuses, fire up those arcane engines and let's get this thing in the air. We're heading to the great dwarven fortress city of Adbar. Gremel, I just want to let you know that I like the cut of your jib. And I think this is the beginning. I didn't mean to step on your toes there, Captain. No, 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 no. Step out, step away. I, I got toes that are well equipped for getting stomped on. So you just go ahead and stomp away. You magnificent uh, dwarven, uh, shall I say, like, instead of like first mate, maybe like one and a half mate. Because you technically uh, are just like, uh, you, the way you just took charge there, that, I, I think you're due for promotion as well. So guess what? Oh. Yeah. Us dwarves are great, just great at yelling. Oh, yeah, I, I dig it. Everybody aboard, this is fantastic. Gremel, you, 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 are, you are my stone breaker. You can be the Orval Olive Branch and let me be the hammer. I love it. it. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. As the crew packs up, the ship has finished being mended by the clerics on board. All of the gear is packed up, cannons are put back in place. It takes a few hours, but the engines finally fire up. Well, it is about time. <laughs> you guys really could use some union help. Much of the crew during the travel to the city of Adbar is bothering Mr. Rogar asking for autographs. Do it again! Do it again! I cannot conceive it at all. Yes, yes. Boulder dash. Boulder dash. Oh, did he say it again? I missed it. Oh. <laughs> After three days of travel by airship, you eventually see the dwarven fortress city of Adbar. Much has changed since the last time Gremel Stonebreaker was here, and since he and Mr. Hulskin were... Much has changed since before they were incarcerated. 
the world is now at war. Their actions at the Citadel, but their actions at the Citadel branded them as traitors. The Empire, with its massive media and propaganda machine, said that Gertrude's dudes attempted to kill Bertrand Sandville, and actually did kill several members of the Dwarven delegation. That's BS, by the way, Mr. Rogers. We did not kill him, but we did watch him fall to his death. Right now, security is very tight in the city of Advar. And you approach, you hear over the minutes communication systems. Ahoy there! Welcome to the Dwarven city of Advar. Please state your business or else get shot out of the sky. I never get tired of saying this. I'm part of the cast. <laughs> cast a what? You're about to be in a cast, a body cast, if you don't tell me exactly what your business here is in the city of Adbar. You see, this is the type of situation that I really get tired of. <laughs> this is why I need to reclaim my soul. I'm only recognized for one thing. Here, let me help you. I am one of the actors in the play. I am one of the most famous ones. You may remember me from Boulder Dash. With that, he like you hear like the, <laughs> the shuffling noises as uh, a big fat dwarven mitt get pl- gets placed over a, a rocky talkie. He's the famous actor known as Mr. Roger. I can't believe it. I'm here for the show, the USO show. <laughs> I'm here to uh, build morale for the troops. Can you repeat that? <laughs> yes, I believe I, I am cast in one of the roles for the USO tour for building morale for the dwarven troops. <laughs> the United Sustagarian uh, uh, theatrical... Uh, occupation thing. Yeah, I totally have uh, heard of it, and I cannot wait to see you on stage and on the silver screen, the screen that we have that's painted with silver. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before I give you clearance to land at our, uh, let's see, uh, Docking Bay, uh, let's see, 49, uh, could you please regale us with, uh, 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 everyone, everyone, I, 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 okay, quit crowding around me, quit crowding around me. Now, now, boy, uh, <laughs> let's not ruin the surprise. Okay, hold on a second, hold on a second, okay, everyone, all right, all right, shush. Like, uh, would you mind I say it's... Give me a persuasion roll if you don't want to say the line, Mr. Rogar. What's the difficulty? You gotta beat an 11. This is, uh, shouldn't be too hard. Well, I rolled a 5. However, <laughs> I have a plus 9 in persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Yeah, see, uh, let's not ruin the surprise. <laughs> you see, an actor of, well, a thespian of my quality doesn't often come for you as <laughs> Anyway. That is amazing. Did you hear the way he blew me off there, lads? That was amazing. Uh, he totally freaking, I feel like I just choked on a magnificent golden uh, brick of gold. It was fantastic. I just choked on a brick of- You hear a lot of disappointed dwarven voices in the background. Shoot it! Typical Heidi Brush types. Uh, you, you shush. You're speaking to theatrical royalty. Uh, please uh, make your way to, do- to Docking Bay 49 and uh, pre- be prepared to be thronged by adoring crowds and a siren, apparently. Well, I do appreciate that. Uh, real quick, is that a. Uh... 
let's say a private dock, perhaps? Uh, <laughs> Something the caliber of a man of, well, a dragonborn of myself. That's, uh, 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 uh just a uh, moment, sir. Uh, just a, uh, uh, <clears throat> you hear the sound of scribbling on parchment, a bunch of stamps uh, being hammered down on onto said parchment, uh, somebody licking an envelope, uh, <laughs> fucking it up, tearing up the envelope, making a new envelope. Uh, and then all of a sudden, and then here, take this and put it into that pipe over there. Yeah, that, put it into the shit. There we go. Uh, it is a private dog there now, sir. So please enjoy the uh, chocolate-dipped semi-precious stones and the uh, complimentary bidets that we have. Uh, uh, we, we dwarves know our way around uh, a bowel movement. So feel free to uh, enjoy yourself as much as you see fit. Ah, you see, Mr. Stonebreaker, that's the way you treat me. (laughs) Onward, boys, onward. Thank you very much, and come again to the magnificent city, dwarven city of Adbar. Please remain seated until you're docked at Docking Bay 49. Simi Centablos, por favor. Grimmel Stonebreaker at the helm. Docking Bay 49, ooh. They usually reserve that one for royalty. Uh, as he expertly pilots the ship into the massive dwarven fortress. As you go into this fortress, uh, it is an entire mountain range that clearly has cities, art districts. On the outside of the mountain, very little of the natural structure of the mountain remains. You see giant statues of dwarven kings, several hundred foot tall stone walls with defensive positions. Um, This is a mighty fortress and true monument to dwarven engineering and architecture. You fly over several of the uh, smaller mountains that are essentially guard positions for the city until a portion of the mountain slides away and you see the docks for airships. Gremel Stonebreaker deftly pilots the ship into the dock inside of the dock you see a true monument to efficiency Uh, while your dock is private you pass several of the public docks along the way there are hundreds of airships checking into this city being inspected by guards if you had ever been to the city before you notice a heavy military presence here more so than usual this is adbar at wartime After passing several of the more secure docks, you finally uh, make your way into a private dock. Uh, Many of the statues here are much more ornate. They're gilded, have rubies, sapphires, and diamonds adorning these monuments to dwarven ancestors. Of course they are. This is much more like it. (laughs) In fact, when you get there, Rogar, there is only one other ship in this private dock. I believe I looked for a private dock. <laughs> that means only one, baby. You recognize this ship, Rogar. This ship is ornate. It is, if we were to compare airships to ships in our time, this is a one-of-a-kind yacht. This is the yacht owned by your acting nemesis, Rogar. In fact, everybody would know who this actor is. He is the most famous actor in all of Sastagaria, Bilkush Marath the dragonborn acting superstar. Don't even say that name around me. It really makes my scales just quiver. <laughs> I know that ship. That's... I, okay, I won't say the name, but but that's his ship. 
I loved him in that role. And uh, the, the, the Lord's Dowl. I think it was uh, going to be called Kingpin in another world. Yes, yes. Matter of fact, they were even going to use my skull in that ball. <laughs> I told them it was a bad role. Yes, that's one of his acting names. He's a real idiot, and I have to admit, I just can't stand him. He keeps getting all the roles that I want. Yeah, I, re I remember watching him in, in uh, Woodchuck Day. That movie was confusing. Yes, it was supposed to be a reoccurring role for me. <laughs> Get it? Reoccurring. Are you saying that... Does he steal roles from you? What, what's, why do you hate it? I thought everybody loved, loved Mr. Murath. That seems to be the problem, you see. I was supposed to be that level of loved. And unfortunately, it's not happening, lovey. <laughs> it's just, uh, I always get the roles next to him. Not being him. It's driving me crazy. Are you saying that he beats you for every role? You know, you keep talking like this, and we're not going to be as friendly as I need you to be. Oh, I see. I see what's happening Back here. Back at my, okay. my total commune, uh, I, I knew another turtle. Uh, he, he, well, I, his, his, he was, he was a bit younger than me, and he told me a story that uh, Bill Kush Murath uh, once ran up to him and uh, licked his ice cream and said, "Nobody will believe you," and then just ran off. <laughs> yeah, the man has a lot of antics. He's been known. I've been known to chuckle at a few of Mister Bill Kush Murath's antics myself. Well, those antics don't go well in total society. You never lick another total's ice cream. That was that was just unsanitary. I loved his cameo in Ghoul Country. No, I wasn't expecting him to play a ghoul in that. Oh, right. Yeah, he got that role, and I even made a deal with the devil for that situation. <laughs> I know the un I know the undead. This conversation is happening as Grimmel is slowly uh, pulling the ship into its docking spot. Do we, how do, how well do we want to try and avoid Mr. Bilkush? By the way, everybody can see Mr. Bilkush. Your airship has pulled up right next to his. It doesn't appear that Mr. Bilkush has seen Rogar yet, but he can see the rest of, of the ship and the captain. He's out there. He ha it looks like he has a cocktail. He's wearing a pink robe and some fun glasses and a hat. And he's, uh, looks like he's out on the Lido deck of his massive yacht. And there's a kind of looks like a fun Hollywood party going on. There's several attractive Hollywood hangers on type partying around his ship. That dragonborn always has an entourage. You see, they should be surrounding me. He looks like he's, I don't know. He looks, I mean, he looks like he's uh, trying to be ostentatious, but he's like faking it. He's just doing it for show. Like he's, he's really down to earth or, or he's down to Sastagaria. And now, he, but really he's just doing it for funsies. As you say that, he walks up to a group of people. You can't hear what he says, but within a few seconds, they're all laughing hysterically as he holds his drink up and takes a sip of his cocktail. Oh, man, I wish I knew what he just said. I bet it was really funny. Uh, how do you guys get off the ship? Do we want to sneak off? Because we not, we not exactly, like, you know, uh, hard to see. We got this gigantic-ass warship. Well, the only one of you who really has any reason to hide would be Rogar. Well, luckily for me, I have the powers of deception. <laughs> I also have the ability to change into whatever I want. Wow. So I'm just going to simply disguise myself... It's a trait of an actor of my stature. <laughs> Something I do often. Anyway, listen. I'm listening. As am I, a Master Rogar. 
I think it's about time that I play the role of a dwarf. <laughs> Just very briefly, and I will use uh, uh, one of those uh, silly dwarven accents, I guess, maybe, maybe. Probably not. I'll have you guys talk. <laughs> and this way, I'll just walk off the ship with you. So you guys make your way off the ship. Rogar no longer appears as a dragonborn. He appears as a uh, a dwarven sailor. Gar. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I will say that as you make your way down the ship, Mr. Bill Cush Marath, taking stock of his surroundings, watches everybody exit the ship. And because you did that, Dave, he does not see you. Rogar goes by unnoticed. You make your way from the docks. You guys are almost through the dock area and into the next area of the Dwarven Fortress City. When you see rounding the corner, your agent, as somebody who you know to be Glacia, you see Murray DeVille. Murray DeVille, by the way, has true sight and your disguise does not work on Glacia. She does not transform, she stays as Murray DeVille. Rogar, baby, great to see you, baby. Ah, I didn't think you'd take the invitation for the role. <laughs> you are desperate. Desperate? Desperate is not the word I would use there, Murray. Yeah, Murray. He's desperate. Desperate like a fox. You see a halfling gentleman. He has slicked back, jet black hair. Uh, his face looks like it's spray tanned and looks like it's had some work done. He's wearing an elegant jet black suit with a red shirt underneath and a black ascot. A cigar in his hand, several rings, big jeweled rings on his fingers, and some sunglasses. So, uh, I didn't think you'd take this role in Ghostbusters for this one. I thought it was uh, too small for you. <laughs> uh, guys, did he tell you what part he's going to be playing in this? Hey, Rogar, did you tell him? Well, I don't even know what role I'm playing, Murray. <laughs> oh, you, you mean... <laughs> Murray? He's lying to you. He knows exactly who he's playing. He's an extra with no lines in this. <laughs> Those are the kind of gigs. I'm getting them. This is exactly why you and I need to have a long talk. A long, clenching my teeth and showing my fangs, <laughs> talk. I believe the contracts that you have given me are not quite what I, well, signed on for. I was due to have the career of one Mr. Billcush. Instead, all I get to do is stand in his shadow. And at 6'8", I do not stand in shadows. With a poof of fire and brimstone, a contract appears. I believe the exact words you used were, you wanted to land the big rolls. Am I, am I reading this correctly, Mr. Rogar? Yes. Well, let me explain to you, you do have a big role to play in the what is to come. Now, maybe many of the mortals of your world will not hear of your work, but my God, the gods and even the devils themselves points to Gonk. You just saved one of the stars of the show. You have a huge role to play. Murray takes the contract, disrespectfully throws it in your face and says, uh, be sure to arrive early for the show. It starts tomorrow. Uh, you'll need to get there early and practice your lines. <laughs> he says as he walks away laughing. I will find a way to get you, Glacia. I will find a way. I rest my soul on it. Murray walked towards... 
Bill Cush's ship. You see him have his arms out. He smooshes with Bill Cush. They both turn to you, point, and start laughing in the distance. You can see. Mm. Hello? Yep. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I'm, I wouldn't I'm like that either. I'm dead silent at the moment. I'm so angry. I just simply don't know what to say. I swear. There, I knew that there was a reason that that man had the success levels that he did. There's, He is taking the... Oh, and at that moment in time, my entire quip, all of the scales on my body start to quiver. A puff of steam comes from my snarled nostrils, and my teeth clench together even tighter. And under my breath, so only those around me can hear me, <laughs> I will get back my soul. I will end my career. Now say the line. <laughs> now come on, can you say the line one time, Mr. Roka? You hear a dwarf walk by you and say, you son of a dwarven whore. Yes, fine, fine, boulder dash. You scuttle your way away from the docks, Rogar hiding his shame. I'm not hiding, I'm practicing for a different role. A very sad role. You make your way through the dwarven city when suddenly, Gonk, you feel a cold hand on your shoulder, but a warm voice. Mr. Holskin, is that you? You turn around and you see... Bertrand Sandville with Captain Friedrich right behind him. It is great to see you, Mr. Holskin. What, uh, but, but, what, Mr. Sandball? Well, to be honest with you, this is only like the, the third weirdest thing that's happened to me today. Uh, wh- wh- how is it that you is that you is alive? I, last I saw you, you was plummeting to your death and Gertrude was, uh, following you down to a... a, a gr- As you look at Mr. Sandville, um, he moves uh, some of his robes out of the way, and you see that... Is he, like, really, really flat and pancakey? Because that would make sense. <laughs> uh, no, but you do see that both of his legs and one of his arms are now clockwork warforged parts. They look very similar to Gertrude's mechanical arm. <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does he have, like, a, a rubberized, like jelly hand or anything like that or are they just or are they just like inspector gadgety <laughs> as you can see mr holskin i did survive although not all of me captain freezer care made some sacrifices now me and gertrude i suppose got a bit more in common than i thought not just our love for disrupting the system like Gonk's eyes turn into like little pink hearts. A... He has loved him so much. He misses. I missed you so what much. What a great voice. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you look in his hand. Uh, you see a rubber hand. Mr. Ghost Holskin, I see you eyeballing uh, my hand here. That is, it is not like Gertrude's jelly hand. I, uh, I'm not a big fan of jelly. Too sweet. Uh, mine is filled with oatmeal. Oatmeal. Sometimes I'll put some brown sugar on it and uh, suckle on it for uh, on special occasions. That's too much. I don't. I don't want to know any of that. But uh, that's but sure. I'm, I'm I'm offering oatmeal right now. Anybody oatmeal? Oatmeal. Uh, oatmeal. I'm, I'm good. I just had a jellyfish sandwich not too long ago. <laughs> uh, but uh, thank you kindly for the uh, for the invitation to uh, to suckle on your fingers. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> All right. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad. But uh, at the same time, I'm really happy to see y'all. I am very happy what to see- What kind of sacrifices did our mutual friend make? I am very happy to see you as well, Mr. Holskin. And let me just say, it is very serendipitous for you to be here right now at this time. 
I want you to know that uh, I, I, I did not stay for it. I did everything I could. I did not like that you were framed for my murder. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, obviously, I am alive. Uh, obviously, I am alive, and I have done very, a lot to uh, try to clear your name. Yeah, but wh what does that but, mean? Uh, oh, did you not know that uh, the Empire uh, did everything they could after that incident? No, no, no. What is Saren To frame mean? you and the rest of girl. Sorry, that's my Edgar Wright uh, throwback there. I'm sorry, Mr. Gonk. It is a, it is a, a very fortuitous. It is, a, it, is a, it is as if destined by fate that you are here. I apologize, Mr. Gonk. No, he, he still in this has episode, like the, that glazed look like he's like, oh, okay. And so the episode's actually going to fade out with uh, Bertrand <laughs> Sandville. Like, okay, I could see, I, I could see, I could see perhaps it's the concept of fate that, uh, that perhaps, like, okay, so let, let's start and let's, let's go back. A little theology 101 right up here. Sure, that sounds good. Let's talk about uh, fate versus free will, because that's where I'm really stuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If we had a bonus episode, philosophy between Bertrand Sandville and Gonkolskin. Yeah, jump on our Patreon. See if you <laughs> We get one or two we get like five more patrons. The Tower of Gunk. And we will do we will do a, a Bertrand versus Gonk a uh, philosophy of. It'll be horrible. Uh, but most of my philosophy revolves around Medicare for all during the pandemic. Let me tell you. Most of my philosophy revolves around Punxsutawney Phil, the star of Woodchuck Day. <laughs> How dare you remind me of that role? I'm terribly sorry. Oh, I hate to do it, but it's the end of the episode. Thank you so very much for listening. Dave Wright, thanks for coming in and playing Rogar, uh, one of my, my favorite guest characters to be on the show. Uh, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. You can find me at The Right Dave, the W-R-I-G-H-T Dave on social media. And thank you guys once again for having me. It's always great to be here. Great to have you as well. Caleb Cleveland, where can people find you? You can find me at Caleb is Drawing on all your friendly neighborhood social medias, including TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, and uh, Twank. That's not a real thing. Uh, you can, uh, but uh, it's, it's so great to be here as well. I love... That's I'm so sorry, uh, but thanks you thanks very much for for bringing Gonk back to the dead so that I can uh, uh, terrify your ears with more of my horrendous uh, accents. It was great. You know, if Caleb really was on Wank, and let's just say like he wanted to keep people who weren't cool enough or horny enough to know what Wank was, he would say exactly what he did. Like Wank's not a real thing. But guess what I'm doing first thing I, uh, after this recording's done. I'm Googling wank. Going to, going to wank it? <laughs> Wankit.com. Wank That'll be an interesting Google. You might want to go to a private mode for that one so your Google uh, history doesn't get weird. It's up for grabs. I'm not using Google UK. Google UK, I'm just going to get, like, dudes <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> right. And I have been your dungeon master, Damien Mercado. If you'd like to reach out to me or the show, please do so at Awful DND. We love to hear from you. If you're looking to support the show, we have our Patreon up. Uh, we have a lot of cool rewards for everybody. Go ahead to Patreon and check us out. We know times are tight. If you can't support the show financially, then the best thing you can do is support the show by word of mouth. Tell other people about the podcast. Tweet about us. Go on Reddit and rave about us. Recommend us to a friend or write a review on iTunes and hit subscribe. Look, what we're looking for here are shameless plugs. Go to any, like, whatever, like, uh, your favorite social media outlet is, whether it's the front page of the internet known as Reddit 
or it could be TikTok, it could be anywhere you want, Twitter. And please, all we're looking for are shameless plugs. Please tell people that you think this th that we are funny because our egos demand it. We're trying really, really hard to be as uh, well. To, well, no, we're not. We're not trying really hard. This is really, really fun. We just really love doing it. That's uh, that's basically it. It's actually kind of relaxing and and. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's really actually kind of fulfilling. So please encourage our horrible role play habit and tell your friends all about us. Every patron that we gain, I will cut the kids on bikes uh, thing shorter by one episode. Okay. So no, I will absolutely no, don't do, do that. I will, I want, for every patron that we gain, I will make the kids on bikes uh, uh, game just a little bit shorter and uh, and and I'll and I'll talk less. I promise. If you try to cut any of my parts, I'll punch you right in the cock. <laughs> and the fact that that our kids on bikes episodes are some of our highest downloaded episodes, <laughs> I'm going to enforce that you punch him in the cock if he tries. You do what you want with Rogar. You can't fuck with me. <laughs> right in the jewels, buddy. Right in my the cock. cock. It'll just become Mike Cochran, and all <laughs> we'll have Mike Cochran centered episodes all the uh, time. You know what? We'll, uh, we'll threaten Caleb. We'll continue to threaten Caleb off, Mike. Thank you very much for listening. Later, nerds. Bye. Thanks, everybody.